You're listening to Massive Debate UK with Eric Swineblade. Hello and welcome to Massive Debate UK. I'm Eric Swineblade and this week a special episode as we mourn the loss of our noble queen and celebrate the rise of our new monarch, King Charles III, as he takes over as our daddy-in-chief. Where are we going from here? Is this the end of the monarchy as we know it? Can the royal family survive the slings and arrows of scandal and media sleaze now flanking them on all sides? And most importantly, how are you showing your respects during this national 10 days of mourning? Are you going down to see the Queen? Did you go down to see her in Scotland? Give us a call on 08345 Let's take a call now from Plymouth. We have Simon on the line. Simon, what would you like to say? I'm just blown away by it. You know, it's just... Uh, it's an astronomical event. Um, really, you know, we're on par with... You know, it's the British 9-11 in a way. Oh, well... Uh, uh, I'm not quite sure we could compare it to that, given oh, that was a terrorist attack. No, Eric, I'm sorry, but it's absolutely on par with, if not far worse than anything like that. You know, it's completely shattering for, for people. It's out of the blue, just like one of those aeroplanes. It's just, where's it come from? You know, it's absolutely exhausting. To even no, it's about. definitely exhausting. What are you doing for the 10 days of mourning? Well, I have started by only wearing black. And yep. I've announced to my work that I won't be going in, obviously, for the 10 days. Yes. Ritual I've put together is lighting a few candles. And then I have, I had many, many, many uh, magazines, books and cuttings and trimmings, um, you know, historical books, all of it about uh, Her Majesty the Queen, Elizabeth II, and wow. what I've done is to let go, to help the process of letting go, I've put them all into the bath, and I've filled the bath with water and a little bit of bubble bath, and what I've done is I've pulped all of those books, I've pulped, turned them into a kind of slurry, a kind of paste, and right. I climb into that slurry, and uh, you know, once a day, and I bathe in the papier-mâché, in the slurry of those, of those historical texts, and I have to say, I have to recommend it, really. It really does. It really yeah, does. I imagine it kind of allows you to, to feel it, to feel it all around you, submerging you in your body. And I know I can absolutely relate to that. I haven't done it myself, but I have heard that is a really good way to grieve. So, you know, it might seem odd to you that that's what Simon does. But, of course, to me, I understand. I understand the strange things we do to work our way through okay let's move on now and take another call from al in peterborough al hello what would you like to say i know you're not really like to hear this eric but the whole thing's just a massive distraction in my opinion you know it's a great it's just all part of the great reset do you know what I mean? oh okay all right okay in your crazy head what do you think is actually going on what's it a distraction from then What's really happening? I don't know what it's about. I don't know what's going on. Do you know what I mean? But I do know it's all orchestrated by elites. It's all theatre. It's not real. Do you know what I mean? You got Klaus Schwab, the IMF, JTSF, oh. WEF, CIA, MI5, MK Ultra, Freemasons, Skull and Bones in a Bohemian Grove, Club of Rome. Yep. You got Clintons, Epstein's, who we know were in there with Prince Andrew. We know we're in there with okay. Spacey, the Queen, the Vatican. You know, blood ritual, Soros Gates, Rockefeller, David Cameron, and you know their plan is happening. Their plan is going. David. Cameron as we speak and Tony Blair is up there looking around the room and what's you know what look I can see there's a connection between Jeffrey Epstein and Prince Andrew which is obviously very inconvenient and rather embarrassing for all of us however I think that you have attempted to step over a puddle and accidentally jumped off a bridge you know you've, you've gone too far we need to reel you back in calm down 
And um, we've got Kelly from Norfolk on the line. Kelly, how are you feeling about this difficult time? I know this is really bad, but I'm mm. actually so relieved right now. Right. Oh, my God. Because when I heard that Queen had died, I was so upset, so upset. I? I said to my husband, didn't I? I said, oh, my God, I'm so of course. Crying. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't anybody be? You know, I was well, crying. I absolutely love Queen. Like they're my yeah. top number one hundred percent favourite forever. Oh, you mean the band? And people were saying, "Oh my God, Queen's dead! Queen's dead!" And I was like, "No." Yeah. Well, I mean, there's quite a few members of Queen. Because we will rock you was the first dance at our wedding, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was. We did this like choreographed dance you. to it. It was ever so funny. I don't think anyone's ever thought of doing no, that. No. Well, well, they definitely have. But um. But then my husband said to me, didn't you? He said yeah. to me, "Hold on a minute, Shirley." I think you got this wrong. And I was like, "I'm really sorry. I don't think I do because I'm not usually wrong about much." But he was like, "No, I think you've got this wrong." This is all a yeah. bit confusing because all of a sudden he's looking at the queen. Yes, the like, queen. Yeah, I get the it. Queen. No, I said the queen. Yeah, can I just the talk to queen. Kelly, please? Can you just ask your husband to quieten down, please? Thank you. And I was you. like, what do you mean? The little old lady? And he was like, yeah, she's popped her clogs. Well, I didn't say that. Didn't which I know that. technically is really sad, but to be honest, I'm still on cloud nine because I bloody love Freddie Mercury. Okay, well, I suggest you sit down and open up Google and just brace yourselves because you're in for a bit of a shock. And it just shows that, you know, for some people, this isn't such a big deal you know there are things they care more about and we do have to respect their feelings and their realities even if they're wrong okay let's move on now okay let's take another call now from aiden in bow aiden what would you like to say eric how's it going man we're, hello we're having an amazing time out here great we are celebrating the life of queen elizabeth we're celebrating so you're celebrating cry do you know what i mean we're celebrating all the things he did was celebrating so hard. Hey, Aiden. And we started with, on, on the day they announced the death. We came straight down to Buckingham Palace. And so you've been there the whole time. We down there. We started getting the packets in. We started getting the drinks in. We were up on the statue waving right. the flags. And we were like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Fab. You know what I'm saying? Let's get in there and celebrate. And we've been celebrating ever since now. I'm, I've not slept for five days. I'm not going to lie to you. I've not wow. slept for five days. And I intend to do the whole ten well, days. Well, Aiden. Even if it Aiden. kills me. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not yeah. going to stop it. <laughs> right, well, well, Aiden. Oh, man, I'm, on, I'm on radio there. Aiden. Yes, great. Okay, Aiden. Yeah, take care. Good night, Aiden. Goodbye. And there you have it the tremendous range with which we find ways to mourn. I just hope somebody lets Aiden know it's not King Charlie, it's uh, King Charles III. And we've got Marianne from Staffordshire on the line. Marianne, how are you coping with the 10 days of mourning right, yourself? First and foremost, can I just say that I am absolutely devastated about losing Yeah, and it's a trauma. It's a huge trauma. I feel like I've lost an arm. Is that, it's like a kind of ghost limb, isn't it? Just, I, I, I remember that there was, you know, war or the energy crisis, but now it's just Queen. It's all I can think about. I'm a dog breeder, right? Oh, yes. Well, the Queen loved dogs, isn't she? I've had to get rid of all the corgis. Right, well, because they're so popular, I imagine. No, I mean, I've literally had to get rid of them, put them all to sleep every single no, one. No, come on. That, that's, 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 that's a very extreme no, thing to do. I think you'll find it's actually illegal and uh, you probably should have given them to, you know, Battersea Dogs Home. Now, or... I reckon if I put all my corgis to sleep at the same time that the Queen dies, yeah. they'll all go up to heaven together and she won't be quite so lonely when she gets there, you know. Yeah, but hang on, you, di you didn't kill the corgis at the same time, though, did you, Marianne? You killed the corgis days later, so there's no synchronization in the afterlife. What is true, all dogs do go to heaven, so I don't know how heaven works. Very excited about it, but I imagine that the Queen and the dogs are going to find each other at some point. I mean, there's a lot of people out there, but let's just hope for the best. 
Okay. Anyway, moving on, we've got Percy Southcote on the line. Percy, uh, what would you like to say? Well, hello, Eric. I'm calling really because I used to know uh, Prince Charles, King Charles, excuse me, and Prince Andrew. My and word. we used to be very close during the 90s when I was a consultant for Dutchie and uh, we were trying to launch them out in the Asia and Singapore. And there we found ourselves in the a lovely hotel, you know, out there, Park Royal, in the suite up the top with the, you know, Charles... King Charles. Andrew. Prince uh, Andrew. Jeffrey. What, Jeffrey Epstein, as in. Yeah, yes, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, Gisolaine, right. Maxwell. Gisolaine, uh, yep. Uh, Kevin Spacey, always doing impressions. Yeah, always pre-allegations, impressions. yeah. Charles, it was very, very funny. Jeffrey and Andrew would love to play these filthy little tricks on the, you know, Charles all the time. Well, filthy little tricks, really revile, vile uh, behaviour there. And one of them was they get the, uh, what is welcome mints, you know, Jeffrey would like to put the welcome mint down his pants, down his pants, or um, down his ass, and then, you know, he'd, he'd, he'd give the mint, put it back in the packet and give it to Andrew and say, go to your brother, give him one of these mints, and uh, poor Charles was always sucking on the mint, and everybody was laughing at him, but of course, nobody told him, nobody told anybody. What on earth was going on? It was awful, really. Well, yeah, well, I, I don't know if it's appropriate to really talk about that at the moment, you know? Everybody was trying to tempt him to, you know, have a drink, wait for the, you know, the street girls to come up to... He said, no, I don't want to, you know, mess about with alcohol, I don't want to smoke, I don't want to play around with the street girls, I want to go home for Mummy's birthday, I want to be a good son i want to do my duty right well there you go i mean it just shows that this is a gray moral area with a difficult history a family that's complex anyway let's take another call now and we've got billy david on the line Hello, billy Eric, I, you know i've actually camped outside uh, buckingham palace at the moment how uh, many days no 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 yeah i've been here for uh, a long time now uh, probably about two uh, well uh, coming up for eight days now i got here uh, uh, wow. week of the week we found out and Got the news. I was straight down here, got the tent in the back of the car, uh, left the dog with the wife. And oh, well, it sounds like you love the Queen very much. I mean, does the wife not get a little bit jealous of, uh, of the love? No, the wife does get a little bit jealous. Absolutely. She does, does definitely gets a little bit of sore around the edges, you know. It's sore in the wrong places, so to speak. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I've, yes. I've, I've always loved no, her. No, I know. Really, you know, she's always been my number one love. Anyway, you know, obviously, I love the wife dearly. Uh, of course, of course. Uh, Goes without saying. Moved on, but I, uh, you know, I do. Uh, for me, Elizabeth really was, uh, uh, you know, it's a spiritual love. It's a deep, deeper love than that. So you know, it does cause a few arguments, but uh, she loves the Queen too. She's just not prepared to come and, you know, sit down in the rain like me. No, well, it's been raining very hard. You must have been very oh, no, wet. Terrible rain. No, it's been rain, raining through and through, coming through the roof, and you know, well, I've been getting a bit of uh, what would you call chafe, chafing, or chafing around the legs, and a little bit of uh, a little bit of fungi. Gangrene. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of fungi. Uh, from the damp and uh, yeah, okay. And I, you know, I don't feel awfully well, but uh, being in the trenches with the Queen, if I have to, I have to be in the trenches for her, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. It's part of the sacrifice, you know. It's part of the ritual, so uh, I don't regret it at all. No, wonderful. You're doing, you're doing an amazing thing. Thank you so much for your call. Well, anyway, uh, thanks so much for your call, and uh, yeah, hopefully look out for me in the cameras. You know, might be part of history. No, you will. Yeah. You will Hopefully. be a part of history, which is why it's so incredible that people get this opportunity to go there and be a part of it, not just take a picture on the phone. Let's take another caller now. We've got Pandora from Belgravia. Pandora, how are you going about this period of mourning? What's your strategy? Um, so essentially, what I've decided to do is to carry out my intense mourning in St Lucia. Now, that is a fantastic 
idea. I don't know why I didn't think of that. I think that's the perfect place for me to be able to really sit down, connect with my thoughts, interact with my grief. Yes, to kind of meditate on what's happened in a way, kind of retreat, if if you will. How long are you going to go for? a year well that's more than a, a holiday isn't it more than a retreat it's, i know it uh, seems like a long time but i just figured that anything less than that seemed really disrespectful well yes i mean i realize st lucia is a lovely place but surely after a year it'd start to get a little bit boring perhaps like my friend petra's got a place in ibiza and we were gonna go there mm, yeah not quite right um, that is like it i wouldn't be able to focus on how sad i am so i just need to like go somewhere different well i really commend you for going on this retreat and you know no doubt after a couple of months it's going to get very very lonely very very boring indeed but of course you're doing it as a sacrifice and that's what all of this is about sacrifice and penance and reflecting on the woman she was so no i'm very impressed by all of these calls but especially that one anyway that's all we have time for this week i wish you a wonderful 10 days of mourning and we'll speak to you again in the not-too-distant future on Massive Debate UK. You're listening to Massive Debate UK with Eric Swineblade.